Hello and welcome to the Wholehearted Healer Podcast. My name is Dr. Avine Banish and I will be your host. This is the weekly podcast that helps women pause in their busy lives, drop into the heart, and remember their next right step. I am so happy that you're here. Hello and welcome to the Wholehearted Healer podcast this week. My name is Dr. Avine Banish and I'm really grateful that you're here. This week I want to talk about finding the courage to press pause. And what do I mean by that? I am recording this podcast in between Christmas and New Year's at the end of a long holiday season, at the end of another strange year given the global pandemic. And I think it's a good time of year to take stock, to look back, but really even more so to tune in. How is the state of your heart today? How are you doing? There's a quote by Dostoevsky that I love, and he wrote, you will burn and you will burn out. You will be healed and come back again. And from that quote, we can just ask some questions. Are you burning brightly with creativity and passion? Or are you burned out? Are you exhausted from your attempts to juggle the many balls that make up your one precious life? Sometimes at the end of a long holiday season, at the end of a tough and strange year, you may be burned out. And then what do we do with that information? I think first it's good to look at your life and notice and just have recognition of if you're in balance or out of balance, right? So there are times in our lives and some listening may be in a time of their life that is naturally out of balance. If you are the parent to a young child in the first year of their life, you are sacrificing your sleep um, and really a lot of other things in your life in order to care for that child. And you do so happily, knowing that it's somewhat temporary. Balance will be restored. Eventually that child will sleep, (laughs) even though if it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that at times. At other times, you may be really busy creating a project or working on something um, work-wise that you know is somewhat temporary. You put in long hours until you cross a finish line. Like a ship, however, we need to recognize when these temporary shifts in our lives away from balance have become our new chartered course. And only you can really answer that for yourself, right? Is your newborn now eight years old and have you not yet slept? Have you not yet restored balance for yourself? Um, Are you constantly saying yes to any and all requests for your time at the expense of your own balance and sanity? Has that become a habit for you? So each, we, we live in different seasons. And so I think it's a good time of year, especially this week, to just take stock. What season am I in? What is being asked of me? And are there, are there ways that I can restore some balance to my own experience? And some of this, you know, I was thinking about what to talk about this week on the podcast. And years ago, I wrote a book called Expanding Vision. And it went through different steps to kind of restore balance in order to access more of the love and the light that I often talk about. And the first step is accessing the courage to press pause in our life. So 
if you are running on fumes and you haven't paused in two years, say since the pandemic really kicked off, you're likely very, very burned out. And you may not even know how to come back into balance. But for me, I really think the first step always is to press pause. So pressing pause is a way to get off the hamster wheel. It's a way to become more of a witness rather than, you know, having no space and just running through your days. Um, And so we live in a world that really glorifies productivity and multitasking, um, production and consumption. And so pressing pause is a little bit of a revolutionary act, right? And we can do this in lots of different ways. We can press pause in a short meditation practice every morning. We can unroll our yoga mat for an hour and press pause by doing a practice um, for an hour without distractions. We often press pause if we're lucky enough to have time and space to go on a vacation for a few days. Um, There was a time in my life where I really pressed pause. I stepped away from my career in order to um, really restore balance for myself for a while. And so sometimes pressing pause looks like a bigger disruption in our life. And, you know, it used to be if you were a mystic, um, that you would dedicate your whole life to the pause button, right? Some mystics trekked up mountains and cloistered themselves and vowed silence. But you and I are householders. We have dedicated our lives to living within this world. And so our pause is going to look different. We make lunches and get our kids on the bus before figuring out what to make for dinner and heading off to work in the morning. We have bills and illnesses and family gatherings and careers And on top of all that, we also have to deal with the constant distractions all around us, right? We have our smartphones at our sides all the time. We have social media and 800 channels on our televisions and 24-hour access access to Amazon Prime. And so we need the pause perhaps more than any generation before us. And so I think, you know, in talking about this, I think it's helpful to give yourself permission to pause. I know for me, years ago, when I was really in the model of um, moving in my medical training and and moving towards a certain picture of success, there was this idea that pausing meant that you were unproductive or lazy or that you always had to be doing something to show something for your time, right? And so permission to pause is important. So if you need it, I'm going to write you a prescription. Um, Permission to pause. So finding and carving some time out within your day to look up, to take stock, and to expand your vision. Right. If you've been so focused on getting through your day or getting through your week, and then those weeks turn into months and those months turn into years, The pause is a moment to look up from whatever you're doing and to expand your vision, to look up and to look around, to also remember, remember who you are, remember what brings you light, what brings you passion, how you desire to express yourself creatively in the world. 
And we have to do this. We're not going to get there. The pause doesn't happen when we're running through our day. We have to carve out a little bit of time. And so you can even begin by just carving out five to 10 minutes every morning and asking yourself that question, what is the state of my heart? What did I wake up swimming in today? I don't know about you, but some days I wake up already worrying about things. <laughs> and it can be really helpful to notice that. It's informing my day and my experience regardless if I notice it or not, right? But it, when I notice it, when I pause for five to 10 minutes, and sometimes when I even write about it in a journal, it gives me awareness and sometimes great insight into why I'm thinking that way, how to think differently. And the pause can also highlight or bring awareness for us if we have been, I don't know, participating in habits that soothe us temporarily, but don't really serve us in the long run. And so if you've been drinking a little bit too much during the holiday season and you're starting to notice it, but you're not really sure what's driving it, if you have been eating um, for emotional reasons and you'd like to get a handle on that, if you've been scrolling on your phone way more than usual, all of these things are ways that we temporarily soothe ourselves when we're out of balance and we're not, and when we're not really paying attention to the feelings and emotions that we're experiencing. And so a pause every day can also help us turn our attention towards whatever it is that are, that's driving that behavior. And in the long run, those soothing behaviors uh, may make us feel better. They may numb us a little bit, but they really enhance our mindlessness. And so when we pause and turn and really tune in to how we're feeling, we often get a lot of insight into our habits and patterns. And then just, you know, to round out today, I just want to bring attention to certain, certain habits that can help us get back into balance. If we've been, you know, burning the candle at both ends, um, and we don't know where to begin, the pause in the morning is always my first step. And the way I do my pauses, I sit down with a journal, I take about 20 minutes, and I just write something akin to um, Julia Cameron's morning pages, where I just sort of write whatever is in my head. Um, sometimes I'll use a prompt, like I said, how, am I, how am I doing? How are you feeling? What's the state of my heart? And other days, I'll just write. And that, that practice, especially when I'm out of balance, is the most fruitful practice, um, even, even beyond um, sitting in meditation, which I try to do daily as well, that pausing to be with myself without judgment, without agenda, without having to create or produce something, without having to take care of someone else, that is a really special time in my day. And it really is the habit that when I'm out of balance and I don't even know how I got there, it helps me find my way back to balance. In addition to morning pages or that pause in the morning, there are like just a short list of other things that I would say if you're really feeling off, if you're really feeling out of balance to start with, right? And the first one is go to sleep. <laughs> Noticing if some of those habits like scrolling or 
watching Netflix or um, just doing anything at night that takes away from a good quality night's sleep, um, identifying those habits, shifting them, and really committing to sleep. Um, making time in your schedule for your chosen form of movement so we know how, how great movement is for our body, for reducing stress, for um, enhancing our immunity, for just making us feel better, especially with all that's going on in the world right now. Any natural boost of endorphins that we can get is a helpful thing. So finding your the way that your body loves to move and sticking to that. Taking time in your day for stillness would be another so we've established that we are very busy, but uh, five to 10 minutes beginning um, a meditation practice daily is as easy and difficult as that, sitting for five to 10 minutes and noticing your breath and listening to silence and not multitasking um, is a really, is something that you will never regret doing. Next would be planning to eat in a way that feeds your body and soul. So some of you heading into New Year's, often we make these huge sweeping resolutions. Um, and then by you know mid-January, we're on to something else. I think just this idea to eat simply in a way that serves you. Uh, Michael Pollan said it best. He said, eat food, not too much, mostly plants. So we tend to make the way we eat, especially when we're trying to change habits, very, very complicated, and it really doesn't have to be. Um, another tip would be to make time to nurture and sustain your friendships, right? When you're burned out, they will help heal you. When you're lonely, they will ease your burden, and you will do the same for them. Everyone is busy, and so you got to make time for your loved ones and your friends. They help reveal and create the magic of our lives, and sometimes when we're out of balance, um, for some people, friendships just go lower on the list. And if you do that for long enough, it's years between, you know, really connecting with the people who you genuinely love. So finding and making time for those special people in your life. And finally, I would just say that trusting that there is magic in each and every moment of your life. So we're coming out of the holiday season, which um, is you know, modeled for us that those are supposed to be the big days, right? The family gatherings and the, the big parties. And, and for most of us that our, our holidays haven't looked like that for a number of years now, right? Due to the pandemic, um, there haven't been as many holiday parties. Maybe this, this time of year has brought out a sense of loneliness in you. And so instead of waiting for these big days where we're supposed to be happy, um, notice and expect the magic to be revealed in the moment to moment, in the ordinary moments of your life. Notice the synchronicities. Notice the magic in your everyday life. And when we're more present to it, when we, the more we notice, the more it shows up. So as Dostoevsky wrote, you will burn and you will burn out. You will be healed and come back again. So wherever you are on this spiral right now, maybe you're riding high and you're feeling really full after the holidays. Maybe you are exhausted and wishing that you could take a vacation for the next three months. Honor where you're at. Notice where you're at. 
inquire and discern in your own heart and enter that pause daily. So continue to come back to yourself, check in. How are you? What is the state of your heart? Because this is your life in all of its glory and it can be magical. And when we notice that that things change constantly, then the lows seem less low because we know that we're not going to stay there forever. And the highs are savored a little bit more because we know we're not going to stay there forever. So my wish for you this week in this liminal space that we're in between the holidays and the new year is that you find time and find the courage to press pause, to check in with yourself, and to reclaim your passion and your creativity from that space. I'm Morden Love, Aveen. Mm-hmm.